Do you that have your Bibles, turn with me to St. John, the 21st chapter. We'll be reading verses 15 through 22. The 21st chapter, verses 15 through 22. I'll read the first, you read the second, and so on. Amen? Amen. If you haven't said, praise the Lord. So when they had dined, Jesus said unto Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, He said unto him a third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he had said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. And Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. This spake he signifying by what death he should be glorified, should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said unto him, follow me. Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, what shall, what shall this man do? Jesus said unto him, If I will that he perish till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind every spirit of hindrance, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We come against every attack of the enemy, Lord, right now. Lord, we pray, O oh God, for those, O oh God, that are in our midst that are unable to attend church today. Lord, we pray that you minister your word. God, in the name of Shabaluskia, Lord, in the name of Jesus, send your anointing through the power of your word, Lord. Enlighten our hearts and our minds, O oh God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, look down on every request, Lord, even those that are in the prayer box this morning. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that your will be done, Lord, for the church. Your will be done for the world, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, O oh God, that you would save somebody, that you would deliver somebody, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. But, Lord, we pray for those, O oh God, that are going through tests and trials and light affliction. God, that you would give us what we need to stand in these evil days. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for those, O oh God, that are hard or broken this day, Lord. 
because of death of loved ones, Lord, in the name of Jesus. But Lord, you let us, oh God, live another day. But Lord, we pray, oh God, that you strengthen your church. Look down on those, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that don't have pastors that, that will lead them according to your heart. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to strengthen the body of Christ everywhere. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, break the hope that the enemy have over your people, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, Allah, oh God, we pray that you give your man servant wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name, we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. Now, the subject this morning is, do you love me? But I know there's a dry spirit in the house. And I'm going to preach to your dry spirit. Because it's been here all morning. It ain't no sense in me pumping and priming. Maybe it's time for you to listen. Dry. When you look at this text, you find somebody confessing to love God even though they might not know where their heart is. A lot of times we often say things that we don't mean. But it's bad when the church have taken up the same practices that the world has. We tell folks that we love God but we show them we love the world more than we love God. When he began to talk to Peter about, do you love me? And a lot of us don't realize what you say is going to be challenged. We under the impression that we can make a good profession and we don't have to live the life that we profess. There is a quote that was said, you say what you mean and mean what you say. When you look at Matthew 5 and 30, Three, Jesus quoted the law in Leviticus saying, Again you have heard that it was said to those of old, You should not swear falsely, but shall perform thy oath to the law. And, and the Bible tells us it's better not to make a vow than to break a vow. And we in the church now 
we don't have a consistency or a respect for God or a love for God to live up to our word for God. And we're under the impression that God is going to overlook what we said that we were going to do and not hold us accountable for what we do. I wish I had a church. So you got to say what you mean and mean what you say. The Bible also deals with the term hypocrite. A hypocrite is an age actor. A hypocrite is somebody that say one thing, but they do another. When we begin to look at there was a time in the church when the children of God did not want to look like they were a hypocrite. Even now, when you look at that term, the church don't use it like they used to use it today because there's so many folks that acting a lot. They act like they're saved at church, but when they get home, they practice all kinds of ungodly lifestyle. So you got to mean what you say. And we wonder a lot of times what happened to your testimony. Uh, uh, why ain't nobody following you to church? Uh, people will not follow you if you're living two kinds of lifestyle. Uh, we don't realize that the world knows and the devil points you out. Uh, whether you realize it or not, whether you own your job or in your grocery store or at the liquor store. And uh, which I've come to learn that some state saints uh, still visit quite frequently. Uh, when you begin to look at the Bible wants us to realize uh, that you must love the Lord your God with all your heart. Uh, and this is what there is a problem here. Uh, because some of us love our spouses uh, more than we do God. Uh, some of us love our mothers and our fathers uh, more than we do God. Uh, you better make sure that they can save you. Uh, you better make sure they can raise you. Uh, because there's going to come a time in all of our lives uh, that there's going to be a situation if God don't heal, uh, if God don't deliver, uh, you won't be delivered. Uh, I wish I had a church. Uh, when you begin to look at uh, what does the Bible uh, mean when it says uh, you must uh, say what you mean and mean what you say. Uh, you know the Bible talks about uh, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Uh, I don't have to worry about you just being unstable at church, uh, but you're also unstable at home. 
You're unstable on your job. You're unstable wherever you go. You can't make a commitment with God. You will not be able to make a commitment anywhere. No wonder the world is having so many different issues. Nobody know what love is anymore. Because a lot of folks think love is control. I wish I had a church. So what? The Bible wants us to deal with what we must deal with. A saint of God must be truthful. We're not supposed to look a lie. We're not supposed to act a lie. But we're lying every chance we get. I'm doing all I can to be saved. But we can't find you Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday evening, but you're doing all you can. We're off to now. We're looking now at what is really going on. Why people can't seem to get it together. And they make God look like he can't save. So now the enemy is strengthening in his hole. Not only on the parent, but now he's getting the whole family. Because we said we were saved, but we're out of control. I wish I had somebody. You mean to tell me that we're out of control. When you begin to look at right now, children of God, we make all kinds of excuses, but it don't hold up to what we said we do. Just like Peter, hallelujah, hallelujah for God. Peter denied Jesus three times, served the Lord three years. Hallelujah, we don't realize everything you said will be dealt with. Hallelujah to God. They were sitting at meet at the Passover. Hallelujah. And Jesus began to tell his disciples, one of you is going to deny me. One out of twelve is going to deny they know the Lord. One out of twelve, brother, going to turn their backs on the Lord. Hallelujah. Peter laid his head on his breast and told the Lord, I won't even turn my back on you. But Jesus looked at him and told him before the clock closed three times, you don't deny that you even knew me. Hallelujah. Let's look at the meaning of deny. 
a state of refusing to admit the truth. Hallelujah. You don't have to cancel out his name, but when you act like you don't know the truth, you deny God. When you act like a sinner and supposed to be a saint, you have denied God. Hallelujah. It's synonymous to contradiction in James says, I come to tell you it's time now to get right what we got wrong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. When you begin to look at the life of Peter, Peter, it was Jesus that changed Peter's name from just ordinary Peter, but he called him a rock. God knew what was down in him, just like God knows what's down in you. If he called you a rock while you're trying to act like a marshmallow, but he didn't change your name to a rock. I come to tell you, we don't have a lot of time to get this straight. If you're sincere about your walk with God, you gotta clean up your mess and get ready to walk with God. A whole lot of folk through the course of this week they knew that we were going to face a Sunday but they never tried to get themselves prepared to come to the house of God to meet with God let me tell you if you don't ever repent you don't plan on God coming down in your midst remember in Bible times Moses told the people you need to sanctify yourself cause God's getting ready to walk through the camp we know God's moving through this world and we won't sanctify ourselves because if God comes down into your house and sees sin you got to die like the sinner gonna die with no hope for a resurrection I wish I had a church but we're so comfortable in our flesh hallelujah that's why we justify being a busybody being arrogant and mean hallelujah and tell everybody you 
made me do it. But probably if you would guard your heart with all diligence, God will deliver you from your wickedness. But I'm for I'm forced to believe. Folks that go to church don't want to go to heaven. Hallelujah to God. I don't know why you would spend your whole entire life trying to go to church but not preparing to go to heaven. It's like working all week and not getting paid. I come to tell somebody payday is coming after a while hallelujah but you got to make up in your mind if I die will I live again if you can't answer that you need to straighten up your junk and get ready to see God Hallelujah. A whole lot of us, we want a wishing. We want a hope. But I come to tell you, like it was told to me quite a few years ago, this is a no-so salvation. You ain't got to guess on this and hope and wish on this. Did you do what the Bible says? In order to be saved, if you can answer no, you know you're on your way to hell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And then, then, we want to look at or we need to look at a crucial statement that Jesus made. If you love me, you will keep my commandment. And a whole lot of us got a whole lot of broken tablets of the word of God in our pockets, in our in our house and we think that God's going to overlook all the broken words that got our name attached to them and think we're going to heaven anyhow I come to tell you you and the devil that you're following is on your way to Hallelujah. I think it was Jesus said, I beheld Satan like lightning fall from heaven. I come to tell you, brothers and sisters, if you go live holy, now is the time. If you go do right, now is the time. Judgment is in the land, and you ain't got to worry about no other God judging you. 
Because the one and true God, the one that you call God, is the one that's walking up and down to the earth. Hallelujah. Telling the deaf angel, go in there. Get him and bring him out. Skip over that house. Go in there. Get that one and bring it out. Hallelujah. There's a cry that have hit the world. Just like the cry that was down in Egypt. People are mourning. And saints are not even concerned about their dying soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. All we want to do is look like we got it together. But you better be concerned. What is it that the Lord is saying about you? Hallelujah. 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 That's why he told me to ask you this morning. Do you love him? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you love him? Do you love him? Then he told me to ask him. Do you love him? More than these. More than your job. More than your wife. More than your husband. More than your children. More than your mama. More than your daddy. You gotta love God with all your heart. With all your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And this is an issue. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not. Because whom you love, that's who you go obey. Hallelujah to God. You'll listen to your stinking flesh. And you will do what it tells you to do. But will you do? What God has told you to do, and saints of God, our so-called saints, don't want to even conform to the image of God. Hallelujah. We're supposed to mark the perfect man and the holy of light. You're not supposed to be conforming to nobody's image but God. Hallelujah. That's where we gonna know why you already know you're missing the mark. You're not acting like Jesus. You're not looking like Jesus. How you gonna go to the kingdom of Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. So we get all caught up in our lives under the impression 
that God is weakening. But I come to tell you, God ain't weakening no more. Can I tell you, saints are going to die. I'm going to die. But can I tell you, knowing the fact that you and I are going to die, we should be preparing to live again. We allow so many circumstances to get all, us off our mission. Can I tell you? When it's time to die, a doctor can't save you. When it's time to die, can't nobody stand between you and your deathbed. Nobody. But knowing the fact that you're going to die and won't trying to get it straight and trying to make sure your calling and election is sure with God is ludicrous. We're in a season right now where folks are dying like flies and saints acting like they're untouchable. And living life loosely. Do you love God? Think about that. Do you really love God? Everybody been in a relationship where they had somebody was making playing on making a fool out of them. Everybody in here. Ain't nobody in here had a relationship where they were all, every last one of them was on board. Somebody played you like you played somebody. You got their goodies and left them by the wayside. God ain't going to let you get his goodies and leave him by the wayside. He going to leave you Amen. So Jesus was on the bank. He didn't go to his disciples. They had to come to him. You waiting on God to come to you. No, you got to come to him. You know some things are not right in you. You got to come to him. And get that stuff that's in you that ain't right. Don't you pretend like you want to be on you? All you want to. But the young is the oldest one in here. And I know everything ain't all right with her. She has some good days. And she has some bad days. And she lives by herself. Just at least. Same way. Live by herself. But she has some good days. And she has some bad. And God forbid those are two or three in the house. You having more bad days than you having good days. And you're trying to muddle through here. And if you're not careful, the devil's going to cause you to miss out 
on salvation rather than you leaning independent on They came to Jesus. Now, now look at this now. He lied before Jesus died. Three times. After Jesus died, now he's got to give it a confront Jesus. Now look at him. You, 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 you got to watch this. You got to confront the one you lied to. So you are not going to get away without confronting the Lord whom you done lied to. <laughs> he could have looked at Peter and said, ah, Peter, I thought you said you loved me. But he asked him, do you love me? And it would behoove us to really find out where our heart is. Because some people don't even know what love is. They think it's manipulation. They think it's control. Lord, I love you if I come to church. But no, 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 no. You, you, that's for you. That's for you. You got to live this life when you ain't in church. You got to make Jesus your top priority when you have worked at home and around your so-called friends. That's the real character of a child of God. You're a child of God and wherever you go. And when you find yourself messing up, you straighten up where you mess up right there and right then. Peter got in his feelings. That's why you got to watch your so-called feelings. Because your feelings going to really reveal what's in you. Some of y'all got them four letter words. And if you don't repent for them, you ain't going to make it in heaven. Because you might cuss out whoever's at the gate. We put so much confidence in our flesh. And your flesh will never be saved. We put so much confidence in our tongue and can't nobody tame it but the Holy Ghost. And if you don't let the Holy Ghost keep your tongue, in it, everything will come out your mouth and you won't be saved. The Bible says it ain't what goes in the mouth that defiles the man, but what comes out of your mouth is what defiles you. And you can't blame the devil for your defilement. You just on your way to hell. And you need to turn around. So Peter, the more God confronted him, the more his attitude and the hurt. And you see, that's why a lot of times you you got you gotta Watch it, because some of that stuff you feeling is guilt. You feeling guilty because you know you did wrong. It's just like before you got saved, in a lot of ways, to, to break up a relationship, or to cause it, you start a fight. <laughs> you wrong, and you start a fight, so you can get out. 
Don't try that same psychology with God. And see, that's why a lot of saints of God don't want to forget their old life. They want to come over here and do their same old junk on the sanctified side. Don't work. Don't work. God will call you to dock that door one day and never come back. But God gets tired, saints. And you don't realize that God will get tired of fooling with us. There's a whole lot of folks out there. Whole lot of folks out there won't tell you they used to be saved, sanctified. But they know exactly where you're coming from. You better watch who you're listening to. If they're out there not in here, you're in danger. The wrong person done got you here. And they're going to cause you to miss out with God. So the third time, do you love me? Now, I don't know nobody in their right mind want to stay in a relationship where if they doubt somebody loves them. I say in their right mind. Because some of them are out of their mind. Number one, Early on, Peter vowed that he would never leave Jesus. You better remember your testimony. You better remember your prayers. Because if you're not careful, you'll walk away from everything that you said you'd do for God. He, you know, most of the time it's after God to kind of fix you up better than what you was. When you were out there and the devil thought you, he was getting ready to kill you and they pulled that gun in your face and the, 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 the barrel wouldn't, and the bullet wouldn't connect and it wouldn't go off. You told God, Lord, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to save you. I'm going to serve you. All that stuff matters. Or when you about drunk yourself into a stupor and almost killed yourself, Flipped over in the car and everything. Lord, you get me out of this, I'm going to serve you. Where's your service at? Peter wanted to fight the arresting mob. He loved God that much. For wanted to fight for. Now you want to fight the church. What kind of mess is that? Fight the system that God set up to save you? How can you be saved if you fight the truth? Where else are you going to find salvation fighting the truth? I don't believe it. Take all that. Go go find somewhere else to go. Go find something else to do. Go fishing like everybody else is doing all the time. Go hunting. Go do If you don't want to serve God, you might as well go spend your life doing whatever you want to do because at the end of it, you're still going to have to give it a counter. Peter ran off in the middle of the night. 
Can I tell you something? It's bad when the saints of God get a running spirit on them. It happens all the time. This generation is more church hoppers than anything that you ever see. Don't want to listen to one leader, then get mad and gonna hop to another church. Ain't gonna listen to that leader and then gonna hop to another church until they eventually start a church. If you can't be taught, you can't teach. That's Bible. If can't nobody teach you and can't nobody say nothing to you, you can't make it. You can't be saved because some man is going to have to teach you or guide you. That's the way God get it done. Run, Peter, run. denied that he even knew who Jesus was. And Jesus was one of the most popular people in that day and he's going to acknowledge I never knew the man. Can I tell you? Boy said that that bar is going to be hard. Getting that lap dance with them dollars is going to be hard. (laughs) The devil knows them that are his, and God knows them that are his.
a team, sometimes you put your confidence in the wrong people based on what they look like. Can I tell you? He should have been more conscious of his relationship with who? How many of you tried to have somebody try to fix you up with somebody? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. You are all right until you met him. Then you thought, you don't even know me. If you think that's for me, I told him you couldn't even melt her down and pull her on me. Yesterday, today, and forevermore, I never change. Peter had a whirlwind of failures and emotions. Well, you gotta watch yourself. Crying and moaning. If you causing it, stop. You know what I think? If you ever really embarrass yourself, what are you talking about? If you clown on somebody in Walmart, before you get out of Walmart, you go, the same scene you created, create another scene and go, I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. And I should have never let that come out of my mouth. And you won't do it again. In Walmart. You keep letting your flesh get bigger, 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 and it's going to kill you. Peter thought, it's getting tough, so I'm going fishing. whole lot of saints go back to what they used to do. That's all he did, went back to what he used to do. Can I tell you? Don't go back to what you used to do. Don't go visit them same old friends you used to. Because you ain't no stronger with you when you were there than when you left. You will backslide on God. That's what it turned him out to. He backslid. We got so many backslid saints in the church that it is going to be amazing that God find the five 
What do you mean by that? When he came down to Sodom and Gomorrah, two cities, man of God started at 50. Ooh, way too low, way too high. Barred all the way down to a few folks. God said, it ain't even five folks in there. Come on, come on, yeah. I get Lot out because of you, Abraham, and I bring his daughter out, and I bring his wife out, and then come to find out his wife didn't want to leave. Watch who you're trying to say because they may not want to leave. And she's standing right between, outside of the city looking back, turned into a pill of salt right today. So now, the writer here say he dealt with the Greek word love three times. Eros, the physical, or the erotic love. Belial, the brotherly love. And number three, the agape love. You got to make sure you love God the right way. Eros, you getting something out of it. That's the only way you love. And most of us, if we got friends, we got loved ones, folks, we say we love, that's a two-way street. Because you ain't going to be nobody's friend that ain't going to be your friend. You getting something out of the deal. And a lot of folks serving God because they want God out of the deal. If I serve you, Lord, will you heal me? If I serve you, Lord, will you deliver me? If I serve you, Lord, will you bless me financially? If I serve you, Lord, will you want something out of the deal? God knows exactly who they are. And they ain't serving God because they want to be saved and they really love him. They're serving him because of what they can get out of it. Can I tell you? He stopped making fish sandwiches just because of that. The Bible talks about him making wine. He only did that one time. You ain't getting no fish and you ain't getting no wine. what I can do for you. There are folks that, that, that say they love folks just for what they can get. I was talking to somebody and it, it kind of blew my mind, but it, it's, it's very common. Folks in the world, men in the world, get women and expect the women to take care of them and to work a nine to five while they stay at home and play games. In the mouth of them that's doing it would blow your mind. And you would expect more out of folks that was a, a, a professional. The professionals are bigger fools than the one that I should name name them. (laughs) 
gotta answer this love question. If God never heals me, He had already done enough. If I never get rich, He's already done enough. He done done for me what nobody else could do or would do. Everybody in here got some stuff that they think is, ooh, this is it. You can't be my friend if you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do this, don't do that, you don't do that. You can't be my, my standard is, I just don't let anybody get in my circle unless they just, you know, I got a reputation. I got a reputation. You ain't got nothing. You're on the gutter almost yourself. And if God wouldn't have picked you up, you would have been the worst of the worst. And you're holding your relationship with God so lightly that we can't reach the world. We fool nobody but you. can't even reach the folks that need to be reached and loved on. Because you got a standard. Ain't got nothing to do with God's standard. Isaiah 6 and 8. After this I heard the Lord's ask. Is there anyone I can send? Will somebody go for us? We can't go because we too busy. You mess with him sleeping on the couch. God said, I'm going to mess with you all night. I'm going to make you dream all night. So you ain't going to never get all that good sleep that you want. I'm going to cause you to dream all night long. Then you got to seek him all day long. What did this mean? What did this mean? Lord, could you just tell me what I'm awake? What's, what, what is it I need to do? You got to put me to sleep and call me to think all day about what you were saying all night. It's time to get on the same page God's on. Our relationship don't have to be in a mystery. Saints, we're making the Holy Ghost work all the time because we're too busy. 
Lord, tell him, Reem. Pray, Reem, pray, Reem. I will after the soap opera go off. Don't bother me no more, Lord. Child, I got Lord, and then if you're down on the knee for it, Lord, bless those folks on one life to live. <laughs> oh, God, bless the young and the restless. Bless search for tomorrow, cast. They lying, Reem. They ain't even living like that. God saved us for. He didn't save us for ourselves. He didn't save us to make us look deep. He saved us so that we could love him and show the world how to love God. But you can't show nobody how to love God when you ain't loving him right. You know, the Bible tells the older women to teach the younger women how to love their husband and take care of their children. You ain't got no children out, you gonna teach somebody to take care of some children. If ain't nobody taught you, how you gonna teach somebody how to? Somebody gotta teach. what the Holy Ghost is doing now. You got to be super sensitive to the Spirit of God. You can't be too quick to flap your gums because you might just be fighting against God. Preacher, is God doing some strange things. And can I tell you, it's going to get strange. Because if you don't get in line with God, God will never reveal to you what's going on. Never reveal to you what's going on. So now, Peter makes the confession. Of his love towards God. He done dealt with some stuff now. So God knows his will. When God was talking to him, he relived and rehashed everything that God has told. Even when the chicken started crowing, he dealt with all that stuff. And can I tell you? Some of you won't move forward and you can't move forward because you won't deal with the stuff. You keep denying what God keeps rolling your mind on that you need to repent of. You can't be move forward in the kingdom of God holding on to stuff. Peter had gotten it so right with God that before Jesus left to go back to heaven now here's what we this was the transition between Jesus leaving and going up to heaven 
He told Peter, while you're young, you're walking. But Peter, you're going to get so old that they're going to carry you where you want to go. You didn't let that stuff get you. God was going to give Peter a long life because he loved him.